Hello guys, first podcast of 2021. How are we uh, feeling, Carol Lauren? Grand. Fine. Just fine. Why did I even ask the question, to be honest? Fine. <laughs> I mean, I always try and be optimistic, but like we're a week in and it's not really looking any different. So. I uh, know. It's, uh, yeah, that's all I can really say about it. What an <laughs> excellent introduction. Yeah. It's so cheerful, you guys. <laughs> so cheerful. Well... <laughs> I don't really know where to go from here but no we are back and um we're we're excited because we we have our third birthday in February the podcast is three um, is which is really cool actually because I just kind what of thought this is a little project just to keep in touch with people when I moved away but we are gonna kind of restructure a little bit we're gonna we get Lauren's like making faces because I was like what date yeah. and then you just always ignored been. my question <laughs> I didn't hear your question maybe zoom cut out what date what day? It's the anniversary of the podcast. The anniversary is the 26th or 7th. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, the it's five years old. Oh, we're going to have a we have a live podcast show, which is quite exciting. So you can see all the mistakes we make before Rachel edits them out. But we're also uh, going gonna to restructure things a little bit. So we're going to get back to talking about gratitude. We're going to get back to talking about well-being. We're going to get back to talking about news and reviews because we kind of stopped this last year because, well, there was no news or reviews because everything kind of halted. I mean, we still have not seen James Bond. So we're going to get back to that style and the, the team's going to get more involved more. So I hope you enjoy it by all means. We're still going to be, you know, ridiculous and not have any idea what we're doing. So don't worry, that's never going away, guys. Don't you worry about that. But yeah, I mean, on the topic of that, what have you guys been watching? Because obviously over Christmas period and obviously the first week of January, I know Bridgerton's been spoken about quite a lot because that's like the latest Netflix yeah. thing. But what have you guys guys been watching lauren hit us up bridgerton <laughs> i watched it because neha put it in the group chat and then i was like oh nicola from dairy girls is in this i'll support my own and it was great i don't know how else it was great i mean there was things i was like i can't tell these white men apart but otherwise it was great <laughs> oh my god same the two eldest brothers i thought they were the same actor for at least the first three Aye. episodes it was shocking like and it was only then until they sort of had their own separate story. And so you're like, ah, mm-hmm. oh. but for ages, I was like, who is this? Is this not? Why are like, if not, Karis, have you watched it? I haven't watched it, but I know that we're going to do an episode about it. So we oh, will. Okay. So I'll shut my mouth. But they look the exact same. I did look at the cast list after this was discussed and did think, hmm, I sound like a horse then. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Um, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I definitely want to watch it because obviously the Dolphin Dairy Girls is in it. Who does have a name? But, you know, it's very early Nicola Coughlin. We haven't done our research. Um, but, yeah, it's it's interesting. I think period dramas that are sexed up a little bit are definitely popular. Um, it's the only one I've ever yeah, watched. I good, think I don't really watch them kind of genres. Well, I was going to say, I think that this is why they're trying to make it more accessible. They're trying to make it more fresh and, yeah, just accessible, really. And I think the way to do that is just throw a ton of sex in it. Yeah. Exactly. But also it was just nice to see like some diversity. <laughs> the three white men, though, to be fair, they are supposed to be related. So in a yeah. way it was it, well cast. But <laughs> it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. But my God. And also Sally's daughter. Whose daughter? You know, Who's Sally Sa- from Corey. Oh, no. Sally Webster. You know, Sally. Yeah. You know, Sally. <laughs> you know, oh, Sally her daughter, Corey. isn't it? The one that was gay. Nah, her real life daughter plays the main doll in it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I know it's not as exciting. I as don't it. know about real life. <laughs> me either, but then my ma told me and I was like, Jesus, she is. She sort of looks like her. <laughs> of course your ma told you because ma's love Coronation Street. Oh, I. I love oh, it. I. I, w- I was on the phone to my nana the other day and she hung up on me because she was watching Coronation Street. 
And I was just like, that's okay. You go with your bad self. It's totally As she should. Um, As she should. Yeah. Has it been pretty much Bridgerton for you too, to be honest, over the past few weeks? Yeah. And Discovery of Witches. Oh, and Riverdale. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, Riverdale's yes, a whole thing. Stop, stop, night. No, stop. It's a whole I'll thing. We'll, we'll get Ashton and Courtney on and like have an actual Riverdale like, chat. Cause yeah. No, just stop. Just, honestly, it's not worth it. I'm about seven episodes in maybe almost yeah seven episodes in and it's just like in it's crazy like I just don't understand how these people are allowed to live no, I mean I know they're fair, fake like, season one crazy. doesn't quite jump the shark I was gonna say usually season one is a good uh, season one yeah. pulls you in and then you are and then season two the it's like as soon as they start singing just nope just nope out of it as soon as they start oh dear um, there's yeah, a musical episode I got halfway through and I was like, you know, watching Riverdale Weekly. I got to the musical episode, I got 15 minutes in and I was like, I can't do this. And I've <laughs> never watched it again. I don't understand why these shows do musical episodes because they did this with Supergirl and The Flash. And obviously both the lead characters are from Glee. And then Darren Chris turns up as like the villain. And I think his name was like what? Musical Maestro Man or something. It's <laughs> oh really, really I need silly. to watch just that episode. Just that episode. But yeah, I don't get this kind of obsession. Could you imagine if back in the day they did this, like they had the OC musical episode and Can you, like, Anatomy, do <laughs> Ryan and Marissa like wow Gilmore Girls Gilmore Girls probably it probably would have fit actually doing a musical episode they had an episode that had a musical in it right but it wasn't like a musical so. episode because wasn't it Sutton Foster in it they did have okay. like some they had a lot of um like theatery episodes oh I love Gilmore Girls I did yeah, start a, watching that show. and I just stopped until what happened but yes we will do a Riverdale episode because I'm going to try and get these guys to convince me to watch it because I'm just big fat saying no, no honestly right don't, um, I don't do love Lily I'm Rainhouse. not sure I'm not sure that I would recommend it to anyone <laughs> okay <laughs> mm-hmm. what a sell. that just tells you exactly what you need to do <laughs> <laughs> It's like Pretty Little Liars. I watched the whole thing, but like, oh, I wouldn't God. recommend anyone else doing that. <laughs> I stopped after season one. Um, Love season one. I thought it was a really great show. And then it just lost its way. And I all, I just felt like a mum because I'd be watching it and just thinking, guys, just call the police. Just I call know. the police. Call the <laughs> FBI. Move to a different country. Change your name. Just get away from this town. Come on. I mean, it just... And also how they tried to tell us that Ashley Benson was fat and she was probably a size 12 at most in that fat suit. And I was like, great, so I'm fat. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But no, I I have not watched Bridgerton. I've not watched Riverdale. Over Christmas... Obviously, I didn't really... Oh, I watched Star Wars, didn't I? I watched all the Star Wars Oh, yes! We need to do a Star Wars episode, indeed. But I did laugh because I watched them all and then literally as soon as I finished watching them, they announced all them new Disney Mm -hmm. things. I was just like... No, I, I just finished. Don't give me more homework to do. Like, I've just handed it in. I met the deadline. Like, come yeah. on. But yeah, and then other than that, I've been watching Made in Chelsea, but like from 2010, like from the beginning. And I'm just loving like all the old fashion and like how people used to like meet up and like dance together and exchange oxygen. And it's a very weird time. <laughs> but I really do like watching like nostalgic. Mm. I say nostalgic. I'm talking about 2010. <laughs> Well, I mean, it is. It's thinking back to a time when we could all see each other. It's a different time frame. It's yeah. just, it's just crazy. Like someone said to me earlier, they were like, "Oh, it started in 2016." So I was like, "Oh yeah, four years ago." No, it's five now. Oh gosh, I hate it. It's it's harder math. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always and easy also, an even number. Hi, exactly. Like I hate odd number years. I don't have like a weird like thing about it. I just don't like the maths. That's mm-hmm. literally it. Also, I've been watching um, Best Leftovers Ever. Mm-hmm. So or is this just your fridge? Well, well, I mean, both. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a show on Netflix with Jackie Tolan from Glow hosting it. And uh, it's like these people get leftovers and then they have to make like chef standard food from the leftovers. Does any of you remember that show from like 1500 years ago called Ladette to Lady? <laughs> Yes. What? Oh my God. Do you remember that doll Rosemary that was like teaching them etiquette and everything? 
Yes. She's one of the judges on this show on Netflix. Whoa. And I was like, well, the first episode being like, where do I know your face? And it was from Ladette to Lady. What, how was that allowed to be more, made? Um, um, well, this is the thing. I mean, this, I guess this was like early 2000s. Yeah, 2005. And literally yeah. they sent like eight girls to this like posh finishing school and they were like mm-hmm. party girls and tomboys and and then they just basically turned them into Tories. <laughs> That's <laughs> really exactly what it was, <laughs> wasn't it? It was. <laughs> but I, God, I remember that. That Channel 4 reality TV shows were just one of a kind. Oh, remember were. Rock School with Gene Simmons and Lil Chris, R.I.P.? Oh, my God. There was also one called, um, it was like about a sorority and they threw a bunch of girls in the sorority and they had to become like an American sorority. And, and there was also one, wasn't it, it, like Beauty and the Geek? <gasps> yes. Beauty and the Geek. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's the I like that one, I and wasn't there like a weird one? I don't even think it was Channel 4, but now in my brain, I'm like, there was some weird Western-themed gay men bachelor show. Yes, because wow. they threw a bunch of gay men in a house and if they could convince this woman that they were straight, That's they won right. a ton of money. What was it called? Oh, I can't remember, but that was a show. They just don't make things like that anymore. Like, they, don't, they well, can't, can't get away with it. <laughs> get away with it. I'll tell you something interesting, though. Ledette to Lady had five seasons I would believe it. I probably watched all of them. God love me. Well, I don't know. <laughs> and, oh, God. Yeah, we'll have to do one on uh, br- British reality TV shows. Because do you remember there was one? As well? Sorry, guys, we will get to the episode mm. shortly. There was one. It was called Back to Reality. And they threw all the reality stars back into a like a house. And oh, it was just like a reality that. TV that show. God, there's just so many. There's so because many. yesterday was the five-year... Ad- was it yesterday or the two, two, two days ago? The five-year anniversary of that time when David Bowie's ex-wife told <laughs> Tiffany Haddish that David had died on Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, I've watched it like four times again. And it is the funniest bit of television I think that ever happened. Tiffany like, Haddish was on Big Brother. I- yeah. No, wait, no. Oh my God, that's so bad. Are you talking no. <laughs> Tiffany Pollard? Is it Pollard or Pollard? Tiffany Pollard, sorry. Oh, Tiffany Pollard. I was going to say, I was oh, like, what I'm so, <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry. No, I sorry. remember this. I remember this. I'm so <laughs> sorry. No, um, it's, it's, it's fine. That's the only Tiffany in my brain I know because now when I think about it, Tiffany Pollard to me is New York. New York I just, yeah I never watched them um, this this honestly I do think reality tv is trash but it's good trash um but yeah she's she's a queen she's been on loads of stuff loads of reality tv shows I mean and Cardi B started out on a reality tv show Rock of Love was it or not yeah. the Flavor Flav one I can't remember Tiffany was on the Flavor Flav one she's only 39 you know I thought she was older she's been going rightly hasn't she yeah 39 she's like yeah, 10 she's, years older than us she started out oh my god don't say <laughs> I said, well to be fair i i'm not 29 for another two weeks <laughs> three weeks what date is it i don't even know anymore no who, who knows who knows planning my 30th this year and what what, what to oh, do crap you're uh, you're 30 this year <laughs> yeah i'm 30 in october do you know what i feel you might be all right fine. you might be all right you know yeah, but be, I, yeah i thought that last year and then literally two days for my birthday they were like Eh-eh. I was lucky last year. I was like, cause my birthday was the first of February, so I got first like, um, not that I did a lot. I just went to my favorite Chinese restaurant. Um, that, if that's what you want to do, and got to chips with my curry, cause that is Irish delicacy. Um, <laughs> but no, it's 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 mad. My grand is getting his vaccine next week, um, which we were like, he's a hundred and one. You think he'd have already gotten it? <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, next week. It's exciting time. I think Dolly Parton's vaccine just got authorised as well. Is that the Moderna one? Not one she made herself, one she funded. Aye, but is that the Moderna one? Anyway, I want whichever one Dolly made because I trust her. <laughs> I trust, it? to be fair, at this point, <laughs> no, I would you. take all three. But... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just jab my arms. <laughs> uh, just give it to me. I mean, look, we, we have to get them to go on holiday anyway. I've never researched one that I put in my body. So I Googled, I literally the other day, because, you know, I'm very, very scientific me. I literally Googled, does the vaccine kill people? And it was just like a few people died during the trials, but that's yeah. not it. But, you know, you can die from all sorts of things. You could get the yeah. jab, walk out the door of the doctors and then get hit by a bus. You never know. Mm-hmm. And on that cheery note, let's move on to our episode topic. <laughs> I so we musical 
We have been wanting to do an episode on High School Musical for a really long time, like from last year, actually. And just because it was such a pivotal moment of, I think, our tween slash teen years. Um, And also, it's just bloody brilliant. So we're going to talk about all three of the High School Musical films today. So let's get started with the first film. Where and when did you guys see this? Did you watch this on your own? Did you watch it with friends, family? What was the sitch? Because there was a lot of hype about this. The advert was running for months because we got good six months after America got it. Did we? Yeah, we got it much later than you. And I only know that because I remember being on Tumblr at the time and everyone was like posting gifts and stuff and I was getting really mad. I don't think I was on Tumblr when High School Musical came out. No, I was 14. So I think I was. You were on Tumblr at 14? No, but Tumblr didn't exist in 2006, did it? Well, so what was it then? Would it have been Bebo or My- uh, High Five? MySpace. It would be on my- or no. MySpace or MySpace or Pixo. Yeah, it was, I think it was hell Pixo. Was Pixo? I, wasn't on, I wasn't on MySpace because I wasn't that cool. But yes, it was Pixo. You're right. Did Pixo not make no, it to we, we were you straight up Bebo was the first thing we ever got. <laughs> oh my God, that's so adorable. Bebo, High Five. Yeah, Gosh, Bebo's Donners. Oh, wait, no, MySpace. MySpace and then Bebo. Or was it Bebo then MySpace? I think MySpace, MySpace first. then Bebo. Mm. MySpace yeah, became MySpace. But I think like we went on Bebo first and then went on MySpace because we were like, we're cool. We like music and I'm going to be the next Lily Allen. I don't think that I ever deleted my Bebo account, so I'm scared. I didn't, but I think Bebo deleted it for you. Oh, thank God. Thank you so much. I didn't know Bebo still existed in any form. So, I mean, that's good to know. I went and saved all of my pictures off Bebo and put them on Facebook when I was like 16. And I'm like, oh, why did I do that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, they're so so bad. Who did you watch High School Musical with, guys? Me, myself and I, uh, within the first week of it coming out on the Disney Channel here. And I was obsessed. Yeah. It was me and my sister. We watched it together. So we didn't have the Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to my grandparents to watch it. Um, and I watched it. I watched it on my own as well. But for the other two, like High School Musical 2, we had like a big sleepover and like we all watched it together and we did the same with Camp Rock. And then High School Musical 3, it was obviously a cinema thing, but we'll get back to that later. But it did seem to be like ridiculously popular why do you guys think that is? Because it, obviously this is way before Glee. This is way before, I mean, around this time, musicals for younger audiences weren't really happening. It was, you know, we had like Chicago a few years prior to this and Dreamgirls comes out a year after. But I mean, why do you think this was so like popular for that audience? As you say, like it wasn't a thing really up until then, like for our age and also the songs were great. Like you can't deny <laughs> that the songs weren't great because they are. They're the songs were great, and also Zac Efron. I was going to say, do you think yeah. it's just Zac Efron? Zac yeah. Efron. I also think like the American High School was really cool to us, especially when yes. we were growing up, because we had like we all wanted to go to PCA. We, we like we were all watching Unfabulous. We were all watching Lizzie McGuire, and now you had like a musical set in that school that we'd all kind of yeah. grown up watching. So I think it was just like. This is an American high school. I really want to be there. But um, yeah, no, I agree with Lauren. I think the songs, the songs are great and Zac Efron's cute. So definitely. And I think, I mean, a couple of years prior to this, this is where the Disney Channel really started kicking off with their actual live action content. So obviously you had like Lizzie McGuire, the Zach Mm. Zach and Cody, Hannah Montana was released this year as well. So I think that kind of all American content was really starting to come in, like infiltrate the UK. The interesting thing about High School Musical is that it was originally meant to be Grease 3. What? (laughs) I mean, I can see it now. You've said it. Yeah, so I the, I, see it. and you're gonna you're gonna scream when you find out who was meant to be in it. Oh, tell me, tell me everything. So, it, so obviously, it was conceived in 1999, and it was meant to follow the children of Danny Zuko and Sandy. Of course, and they were going to be played by Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. Shut the front Stop. door. Justin Timberlake is Troy Bolton. Oh my god. Oh my god, I couldn't. Christina I couldn't. Aguilera turned down Shush. the role of Rizzo's daughter. No. Yep. And the rest of NZINC were gonna be in supporting roles. That would have been the single greatest bit of I got goosebumps. Wow. I literally goosebumps. just got goosebumps. <laughs> goosebumps. I actually have goosebumps. That would have been amazing. 
I know. Um, obviously, before anything um, moved forward, the it it all got scrapped because yeah. they lost. They they couldn't get the copyright. They couldn't get the copyright, um, and the copyright got rewritten. Now, High School Musical was a working title. It was never meant to be yeah. called High School Musical, but it just remained unchanged. But yeah, so obviously the the rights got changed in two thousand and four. Obviously, at this point, Brittany, Justin, and Christina, you know, probably weren't the right choices for them. To so be fair, though, if they were like around. Grace, they'd have been like, "All right, they're thirty; they can play teenagers." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. So yeah, they obviously started looking around for a younger cast and kind of redoing things because it is, I mean, when you think about the story of High School Musical, it's very similar to Greece. Two young people meet on holiday, they go back to school and the girl is miraculously joining the school and the, you know, the popular guy isn't who he said he was on a holiday, but is he really deep down that person? Um, so the storyline kind of stays the same. But then we have the new cast. So obviously Ashley Tisdale was already on the Disney Channel playing the lovely Maddie, Maddie? in the Sweet Lovers and Curry. So she originally auditioned for Gabriella and Lucas Grabeel originally auditioned for Troy. Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Grabeel did not like each other during the audition process at all whatsoever. That's mad. Weird. But it kind of works too because the siblings had that like weird sibling rivalry, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And they actually struggled to meet eye to eye during filming of the first film. They just seem like nice people. Like, why would, they, like, I can't imagine them being like. See, I saw this and then I looked up, definitely. like, cast pictures and they rarely stood next to each other during, like, the first promo really? thing. Um, really? And I wonder why. It's a very strange situation, which I thought was quite bizarre. I would never have guessed. I would never have known that. Well, they, they held it quite well, I think, didn't they? Because, like, performance wise mm. and things like that. But yeah, they really did not get on off screen at all. And got a fun fact for you, Zoe 101 fans, aka Neha. Logan Reese from Zoe 101 yeah. was offered the role of Troy. Oh, my God. He why was... did I want to know why he turned it down? That could have been his thing. I mean, I'm, I'm so not glad that Zach Efron got it. But... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not mad. He didn't turn it down. He didn't turn it down. He had to not do it because he had an existing contract with Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. Nickelodeon ruining careers. Scandalous. Also, Cassie Steele, (laughs) who... This is interesting about Cassie Steele. Do you guys know who she is? No. No, he's Cassie Steele. So she's a Canadian actress. She was in Degrassi and she was picked for Gabriella. So they had a different Troy Mm. and Gabriella, but she had to drop out because she had conflicted schedules because she was filming Degrassi. Mm. Cassie Steele's also meant to play, is it Raja in the new film, Raja and the Last Dragon? But they scrapped that casting and replaced her with Kelly Marie Tran. Oh, that seems... Mo- I mean, I don't know who Cassie State is, but I like Kelly Marie Tran. Me too. She does that small work. But yeah, For so a second, I thought you were going to be like, and replaced her with Vanessa Hutchins. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Scarlett Johansson. I was like, oh my God. What is this? Scarlett Johansson was meant to put no joking. But yeah, so Vanessa Hutchins and Zac Efron still, still not in the running here. Still not in the running. Uh-huh. Hunter Parrish auditioned for Troy and didn't get the role. Mm-hmm. Corbin Blue auditioned for Ryan because interesting because and you're going to call the siblings Ryan and Sharpay were meant to be and they were written to be black characters <gasps> and then they changed mm. they changed it <laughs> sorry that's really shocked me I know I know I know Naya Rivera should stop God bless her soul auditioned for Gabriella and didn't get mm-hmm. the part. Oh, she would have been great. She would have been amazing. Because she can um, sing. She can sing incredibly well. So yeah, so obviously it seems like they kind of just threw the cast together at this point uh, out yeah. of who would kind of auditioned for wrong kind of roles. Um, but yeah, so Corbin Blue auditioned for Ryan. Monique Coleman said that the final callback came down to her and two Asian American actresses. Um, and right. she said she didn't believe she got the part because she her hair at the time had a striking resemblance to Corbin and she felt like it made them look more like siblings than partners. Oh, which didn't really matter in the long run because you didn't really get a love story out of them too to be honest did you oh, i know no um, yeah still yeah. shipped it though still shipped it so yeah it was a bit of an, bit of an odd one really eventually obviously they all fell into the roles they fell into that's uh how the cast came together interesting so obviously zach efron is quite unknown gabriella was quite unknown vanessa hudgenson <laughs> vanessa hudgens was quite unknown she he will not be named was great <laughs> 
wasn't a certain name. So yeah, and then of course the cast got through together. Um, and obviously the, the most important thing about having, you know, a leading man and a leading lady off a musical is that they can both sing, which Zac Efron mm. at the time could not. <laughs> Again, right, right no. Zac Efron no. could always sing. He just, his voice was breaking. His voice was breaking. At the ripe age of probably 23. <laughs> no, I just think they didn't trust him enough. God love him. Like, they just didn't trust. I love him so much. He could say he... <sighs> it's sad, isn't it? It's sad. I'm, so, so, I'm still mad about it. I know. And do you know, we, we, had, we had a watch along recently uh, at Rian Pictures and Holly, bless her, she had no idea that in the first film... It's, <laughs> I couldn't <it's>... believe that. <laughs> It's actually Drew Seeley who's playing the um, the highest roles. The thing that gets me, right, is Drew Seeley auditioned for Troy and then they said, yeah, we don't That's want you to be so Troy. Bad. We don't want you to be Troy, oh, but can you sing all the high notes on the album? <laughs> That's so bad. Like, what does that say um, to him? Like, Oh, my God. He did look about 30, though, Drew Seeley. Like, come on. I can't remember what he looked like because I tell you what, I didn't have any posters of Drew Seeley on my wall. <laughs> But yeah, to be fair, I mean, obviously the music was written before Zac Efron come on board, and then obviously they tailored that in the later two films to because he had a he had a lower voice, didn't he? Than the kind of first film needed them to be. But yeah, obviously the first film came around. I mean, it's just some behind the scenes mm. knowledge. Over six hundred teen actors auditioned, so everyone knew it was going to be a big thing. Corbin Blue was the youngest cast member. He's sixteen in the first film. Oh no way. 16. Good for him being the right age. I know. But Monique Coleman was the oldest and she was 26. Mm. And she looked I knew she was I'm a lot not going to be funny. You look older. great, but yeah. Um, mm. Zac Efron is a third, it was born in 1987. They filmed Husky's School in 2005. So he would have been 18 years of age. Oh, no. His voice would have broke my story. Was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Some interesting facts. The snow in the New Year scene at the beginning, you know, when Gabriella and Troy are together, that snow was made of mm-hmm. potato. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, such a versatile, versatile vegetable. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Make um, snow, you can make is. bread, you can make chips, you can make mash. Yeah, Ryan Evans, he wore, he wore nine different hats during the film. Nine different hats. Nine different hats. I might have to uh, find out which ones were which. Um, Zach Efron, bless him, he had three hours of basketball practice every single day to be a convincing team captain. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? Are you said he no, wasn't it's just like when you. <laughs> Do you know what? I'd love to find out. I'd love to hear if like Drew Seeley was a professional basketball player as well. Well, <laughs> can you imagine? Oh my god! Every I bet day he was. He I bet he was everything. <laughs> he walks on set every day. That fucking second front. <laughs> it's like he's like the one next to Army Hammer in the Social Network. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, and, and Corbin Blue, bless him. So Corbin Blue, I mean, he's 16. This just kind of adds it up. So he actually came up with all of the slogans on Chad's T-shirts and he said that he still has mm. all of the T-shirts. And he, if you watch it again, he's wearing three watches in all the scenes. I I have seen that. So he's wearing, and do you know why he's wearing three watches? I do not. So Time cost- zones? No, no, no. The costume department went to him and said, oh, look, these are the three watches. Can you choose which one you want the character to watch? And he thought it would be funny to just wear all three at once. I mean, there you go. That that was a choice made by a 16-year-old in a very popular movie. A poor costume designer is probably like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I need to rewatch the first one again, like. I know, it's funny, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, filming took place in the very real school um, in Salt Lake City. The crew were only able to use parts of the school at certain times because there were actually lessons going on while they were filming this. Sharpay's locker, which grows in size by the third film, but in this film it's just one pink locker, that's still there and it's still used by current students and apparently they all have like arguments each year on who's going to have the pink Sharpay locker, which I think is quite sweet. Yeah, I I would be fighting for that locker for sure. And uh, the rooftop garden that they built, the teachers actually campaigned to have that stay at the school, which I think is quite sweet as well. It makes sense, to be fair. It does. But yeah, I mean, the first yeah. film, obviously, it's, it's like I said, it's very much very Greece-focused. You have the popular girl and the, she has this new threat come to campus. You have this love story between them, the geek and the, and, the, and the jock. Like I said, I mean, maybe it's because it was like a new musical thing, but I think everyone by the end of that film wanted to know the dances. 
know all the songs mm, mm-hmm. and just date Zac Efron and be Ashley yep. Tisdale. <laughs> I mean, High School Musical sing star. Oh my God, yes, the sing star. Is sing Love star that. still a thing? I don't know. Can I, can I really I, hope so. Can I, I'm going to have to find that out, I think. I'm going to have to find that out. I, I haven't bought a PlayStation since the PS3 because I'm not made of money. Oh, they're ridiculous, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> they're so expensive now. They're so yeah. expensive. What would you say you guys' favourite moments from the first film are? Um. Oh, that vibrato there, Neha. Beautiful. Oh, <laughs> do you know what? I do. I went through a phase in school because I used to do theatre at school where teachers would ask me if I could sing because my stage, like, speaking voice is really good. And it used to wind me up that I'm such a bad singer. You I can't I, do I, it. I, don't, I don't believe that at all. Believe it because it's true. Okay. Give me a beat. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think because I'm loving it. Um, Can we just be on um, the on the on the subject of this before we get your favorite moment, Neha? Lauren, you do have a theory that like half the actors in this film can't actually sing. I mean, it's not a theory as much as it's just me being judgy and horrible person. Um, it's uh, it's not that. It's just that you know now, for example, if High School Musical was cast now. I don't believe any of them. Maybe Lucas Grabeel might, because he does have a fantastic voice. Actually, maybe Carbon Blue as well. And actually, Monique Coleman, very underrated. Yes. But in terms of like Zach Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, Ashley Tisdale, would they be cast now? Like, would they have got the roles in Greatest Showman? Absolutely not. <laughs> Do you know what? It, well, actually, Zach Efron did. How dare I? Say, Zach Efron was in that film. <laughs> Zach Efron's in it, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That Zach Efron's in that. But oh, actually, wow. but Zach Efron really did improve. But I think, and maybe it's a a sexist thing, but I do think that women are expected to be much better singers. Mm-hmm. Like, now, whereas like Vanessa Hudgens and Asha Tisdale, what? No, no shade, because I listened to those soundtracks on repeat constantly throughout my whole teenage years. And part of me was like, I could have got this role. <laughs> yeah, they're not, it's not fantastic like you're not going oh my god weren't they the best singers like it's more about like mm-hmm. it was about their looks really wasn't it and, yeah. and I think to be honest having Ashley Tisdale involved was a big sell because people would recognize her from the Disney brand um, yeah. and I mean that's why I watched it because I was like oh my god look it's Maddie from the Sweet Lovers of and Cody because you know kids like to recognize things and I think it makes it easier for them to try new media mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is why you get celebrities endorsing products because kids are like I want to try out that toothbrush because it has the Jonas Brothers on it rather than I want to try that toothbrush because you know teeth are important um, <laughs> but alas I digress are they? <laughs> Neha, what was your favourite part of High School Musical? I like, well, the first one, I loved um, Get Your Head in the Game. That was like my song. I, I felt like I had an awakening watching both Corbin Blue and Zac Efron and the entire like Wildcat basketball team do their thing. Because I remember sitting there at 14 like, wow, men. And then it just, you know, hit me. <laughs> I think I felt like that was the moment. That was like, that was my awakening, I feel. I really feel like it was my awakening. Yeah, get your head in the game. So probably that. I also like, I think it ushered in my obsession with rom-coms. You know, they're like meet cute in the beginning where they're like, it's like New Year's Eve. And they're just like, you might thank me later for this one day or whatever he says. And they sing this song and it's like fireworks. It's, it's, when, it's when he goes to walk away and then she starts singing and he comes yeah. back and he's like, oh. <laughs> and the most dramatic look on his face. Oh, I'm going to have to watch this tomorrow. Honestly, yeah. we'll have to rewatch this together. Um, right, okay, we'll have to move on to High School Musical 2 because we are just I talking. Who cares talking. about my favourite moment anyway? You're going to be asked in the second one. I'm, this is why, just stress me out, you. Just was Breaking Free anyway? It. That was an easy question. All right, keep going. <laughs> Breaking Free by Drew Seeley and Vanessa Hodges. Yeah. Oh, okay, High School Musical 2, obviously the long-awaited sequel, bigger budget. Well, not a, not a huge budget, but a bigger budget. Um, so they only filmed at the high school for four days because obviously the majority of this was filmed at the country club. The crew had to spray the school lawns a more intense shade to emulate springtime. Does anyone watch High School Musical 2 and pay attention to the lawn? Always. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that, that, that production department team was like, last year you screwed me over with them three watches. I'm going to get my green lawn this year. Yeah. Was it? Fi- when was it filmed? Where was it filmed? I believe this was filmed in Salt Lake City again. But was it filmed like in the winter? It must have been. Ah. It must have been. Um, so yeah, the majority of the action takes place at the country club. 
there's a very classist attitude to high school musical too like all the kids become workers <laughs> capitalism Start they, do. They, um, they do so obviously the country club many of the country club extras that you see are actually guests off the club location that they just used because they were there and they yeah. were probably free you know saving on that budget low budget during the golfing scene the mm. cast had to use ping pong balls to avoid hitting crew and cast members which you know i can relate to now this is interesting now i don't remember this probably because i was rarely on the official disney channel website but before they actually filmed this 10 questions were put onto the website for fans to decide what they wanted to see in the sequel right Interesting, right? And they picked a country club. That's really, that's interesting. Well, it was less about kind of like the main picture. It was more about little things. So, for example, so 27 Ah. million people, 27 million people were involved. (laughs) um, And they decided what was written in, what was written on the blackboard in the opening scene, which I do not remember. The sandwiches Troy makes for Gabriella. (laughs) The dessert Zeke bakes for Sharpay. And the slogans to appear on Chad's T-shirt. Okay, I remember. I remembered that part. Yeah, they also got to vote for a guest star. So if you remember, yeah. at the end of the film, all for one, there was a choice, and I can't remember what the other two choices were. But basically, they picked Miley Cyrus, so she appears in the film for like three seconds at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, High School Musical Two. It's interesting because recently there's been some. Uh, debate about Sharpay and Troy. So in particular within this film, Sharpay's trying, well, she's trying to date Troy because she loves him, but she's trying to get Troy in with these reputable people who can give him great opportunities and work on his future. And he Mm -hmm. does kind of get a little bit blindsided by it at first. Gabriella gets very dramatic. And this is where she starts to piss me off in these films because she's just like, <laughs> you went to dinner with Sharpay, so I'm leaving you. You can have your necklace back. <laughs> that was perfect. I mean, we're going to talk more about the, the songs that are included in this. I mean, Ahuma, Huma, 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 Akawa, Ah. Very bizarre. But do you know what? Was that deleted or was that in the film? It was deleted and I'm not too sure why it's bizarre. So that was deleted. I know why it's awful. It's awful, yeah. To be honest, it is an awful scene. There's a, there's some great music in this, but like you said, Laura, we, when we were watching High School Musical 3, they do just take the same song with the same yeah. melody and put new lyrics on it. It really is. Very, mm. They're very similar, especially I think there's a lot of parallels in the second and third because they probably wrote them so fast. Because they're like literally like High School Musical 1, 2006, 2007. And then I, so I think in High School Musical 2 and 3, you can really parallel like bet on it, scream. Uh, And then there's like the breakup song. I can't remember. And I, there is, but also it does give us the greatest thing ever, which is what about us? What about everything (laughs) we've been through? Well, what about trust? I mean, Never so wanted to hurt you. Well, what about me? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I gotta leave, but I miss you. Oh my God, so good. Like, I, I love like a random argument in the middle of a song. I think it should I... happen more often, to be quite honest. I mean, the first film, I feel like that obviously the main characters are Troy and Gabriella, but in the second film, I feel like it is the Troy show. It does seem that he's the main character. The whole film is about his existential crisis. It is. And you know what? It kind of filters into the third film too. And it wasn't until I kind of read into the salaries, which we all get onto, that the High School Musical is basically about Troy Bolton. Yeah. It so, really is. Like he it was is. The, the Troy I show. Think too, especially it probably went from the fact that like High School Musical came out and nobody had any expectations. And then everyone became obsessed with Zach Efron. I agree. I think it yeah. definitely... Yeah. It, it, well, it propelled him, and I think that you know, t- tween girl audiences is, is what sells films like this. And mm-hmm. you know, it's not it's not going to be guys like, oh, but I love Gabriella. Um, <laughs> although they changed their mind in High School Musical Three, which I will get to shortly. So yeah, some quick facts about High School Musical Two: Ryan and Kelsey wear thirteen hats in this film. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what the costume department's doing. Before filming, Monique Coleman didn't know how to swim, so they had to rewrite the script so that when they jump in the pool at the end, Corbin Blue jumps in holding her. They could have just rewrote the script so she didn't have to jump in the pool because the poor lass couldn't swim. (laughs) And we have the Chad and Ryan situation. (gasps) Yes. 
Neha, why don't you take us through this? Like, what the scene uh, okay. and the song? Okay. Okay, so basically, that whole song is about Chad's bisexuality, as far as I'm concerned. He's basically doing oh, I can only play basketball. And Ryan's like, no, you can dance if you want to. It's like, fine, if you want to dance. And he's like, no, but I only play, ba- is it baseball in that song or basketball? And and it's like the whole song is about swinging, like they're swinging baseball bats. It's a, it's an allegory. It is basically, Chad, it's okay if you're bi. And he's like, no, I'm not bi. That's the whole song. And they basically, as far as I'm concerned, become boyfriends. Well, I I'm have just never gonna... put the swing, swinging well, correlation Let me, let me share some of the lyrics. You'll never know. Oh, I know. But if you never try, there's just one little thing that stops me every time. Come on. It's, it's, and at the end of the song, they switch clothes and it is never, ever explained. No. Exactly. And it it is an incredible masterpiece. Yeah. It's incredible. Chad is by. And And look, this is, of course, straight. I will share something quite interesting about Lucas Grabill. So he has said recently that if he had to do High School Musical again, he wouldn't have gone for the role of Ryan. He would have let a gay actor take it. So, but yeah, it's weird because obviously sexual, obviously this is back in 2016, 2007, 2006, 2007, sorry. We didn't really have gay teenagers in big media at this point. We can thank Glee for that later. But it is very obvious from this that... Chad is bi, Ryan is gay, and Lauren, you said yourself, Kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kel- I'm sorry, Kelsey. Like, if High School Musical was made now, Kelsey would be gay. Kelsey would be gay. She just, and I think she was, to be fair, even in 2006, but <laughs> like, I mean, what straight woman wears so many hats? <laughs> And, and also in High School Musical 3, which we'll go on to in a moment, Kelsey literally writes, choreographs, does the orchestra for the whole show. What is no, that no, drama teacher in, doing? In three? Yeah. Ryan choreographs it. Oh, sorry, I forgot about But that. you're right, Mrs. Darvis does absolutely nothing. <laughs> Just bad minimum. That's nothing. Except bad scream. Bad. <laughs> and say musical musical um, okay so Lauren why don't you share with us your favourite moment of High School Musical 2 oh I already shared it pal what about us <laughs> <laughs> it's sad is it that is it to me that is the greatest of all the three films I think even that is the best what's your favourite moment of High School Musical 2 with the recent conversations we've had about Sharpay and Troy, it has made me see it in a new light. And I even said to you when we watched High School Musical 3 yesterday that I feel like they did do Sharpay over quite a bit. Um, especially in the third. Especially in the third, which we will talk to you in a moment. But I, I just, I think that Ashley Tisdale just embodied the role in High School Musical 2. The mm. performance is like fabulous, oh, um, fabulous, where she does the reprise and just that cut song. She's just having the time of her life and I just wanted to be her in this film. The clothes, mm-hmm. the hair, everything about her was just amazing. And I actually got really upset because at this time my boobs started to come in and I couldn't get away with anything she was wearing because I just got these these pop out my chest out all of a sudden. So yeah, body dysmorphia. These titties <laughs> just appeared out of nowhere. So High School Musical 3, the last one. The best um, one. Do you want to guess what this film was originally called? High School Musical. What was it called? Haunted High School Musical. I knew that. Oh my God, I knew that. So it was originally meant to be Halloween themed, but then they scrapped it because obviously they got the budget and the go ahead to put it into a theatrical release. Um, And they got given a massive budget for this. They got given 11 million to make this film. But something interesting. So you think 11 million, obviously that's quite a lot of money. Let's talk about salaries. So out of that 11 million, Zac Efron got $3 million to be in this film. Ashley Tisdale got $2.8 million to be in this film. Vanessa Hudgens only got $2 million. And the reason why is because of some pictures that we all saw on the internet shortly beforehand. That is so unfair, though. What pictures? Where was I? <laughs> No, what have I... So, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, she was one of the first victims of, like, leaked nudes. Oh. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Like, I think at the time, whenever it came out, it was at a time where she was blamed. Um, mm-hmm. And then, obviously, 
I think they gave her less money and everything, which I think is horrible. Like, I am not a Vanessa Hutchins fan, but I, like that is horrible. And uh, if it had happened last year, you know, she would she would have been, you know, the victim that she actually was. But mm-hmm. 2008 was like, you shouldn't have been taking them pictures. And you're like, people are awful. <laughs> like... It was it was terrible, and there was a lot of rumors circulating at the time that she actually wouldn't be returning to the cast. Yes, I remember that. Happened. Um, and Disney, so Disney apologized on her behalf. Do you want to hear their apology? Mm-hmm. They said, "We hope she's learned a valuable lesson." Oh, stop! Uh, oh, she, she was nineteen at the time as well. Nineteen. Jesus. So, but I completely agree with you, Lauren. Like, I am not the biggest fan of Alyssa Hudgens, but I think, obviously, back then, it the, the blame was set on her. And, you know, you, the pictures were taken on, like, a flip phone in her teenage girl mirror. Like, it's it's basically on the line. I'm pretty, we don't know the age she was as well. Yeah. So it's, you know, there's a lot to be said about that. But, yeah, that's the reason why she got paid significantly lower, considering that she was mm. obviously one of the main characters. The rest of the cast members got paid $1 million. So after the salaries, that's $1 million combined, by the way. After what? the salaries, there's not a lot of money left over for the production, <laughs> which makes sense because her wigs are awful. Um, yeah. So let's talk, about, <laughs> let's talk about High School Musical 3. High School Musical 3, we switched to, obviously, the cinema production. So everything's bigger. The high school is tripled in size. The performance numbers are larger. It is two hours long, this film. Which absolutely shocked us last night when we were watching it. (laughs) Couldn't believe it. And there are six, six reprises or reprise of songs as well. Yeah, there's a lot. There's just so, so much. So also, there's just some bizarre moments in this film. So there's a Kill Bill reference in this film. Yes. It's just a strange, strange situation um, to be going on. But yeah. Strange, strange situation. (laughs) There's so many things. So obviously, Sharpay's wigs in this film are just dreadful. I don't know what happened to the production budget, but Ashley Tisdale just, bless her, she just... The makeup's too dark. The wigs are dreadful. They just did her dirty from they start to finish. They just did her dirty. I don't know what happened in this film. There's flip phones. I mean, you've got promotional shots of people framed in photographs. Um, on in dinner ha- tables. <laughs> on dinner tables. They put photos um, on, the, like, the set, honestly, the set designer of this movie. They're literally eating dinner, and there's a framed photo of Chad and a framed photo of Troy on the dinner table. I mean, it just doesn't doesn't make any sense i mean i've also said as well they must have all been on cocaine because there's so much energy in this film there's so much yes it's mad but the main thing i want to talk about within this film is zach efron Lauren, are you yawning zach efron i was yawning before you said zach efron i want to talk about zach efron he gives it he's all in this yep. film the man like, commits the energy that goes on within this film i mean what's also funny is that his hair changes lengths multiple times because you know it must be hard to keep up i've always thought that actually because obviously men's hair grows a lot faster than women's and when you're filming for like a long number of months Mm. it must be a nightmare for continuity but he Mm. really does give it his all in this film and it does kind of make sense about his salary to be honest and obviously it fills into what we said about how it does seem like the high school musical trilogy is about troy bolton's journey into Mm -hmm. self-acceptance and kind of relinquishing this kind of pressure that his dad puts on him etc and yet after high school musical 3 ended it didn't really kick off the way we thought it was going to kick off it's a bit bizarre you mean like for the rest of the cast no 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 but for for like troy bolton because obviously after after he did this he did 17 again Mm. and then it kind of just didn't go anywhere big time yeah. for him there was no transgression mm. to like bigger roles serious roles and things like that and we spoke about how he kind of went through the down the rom-com tween route and then he kind of disappeared then he come back and he was like this frat boy again and then like you said uh lauren that you thought ted bundy that was going to be the role that kind of defined him and propelled him yeah it did not <laughs> And it should not have either. Yeah. I mean, he was good in it, but it just wasn't a good movie. I do think, like, especially because when we were watching the third one last night, we, we, a lot of people do joke about how, like, overly dramatic Scream is, right? <laughs> but what we were talking about is, like, he really 
commits like if you have our stat it would not you know what I mean like he really does like he does have the chops I think to be a very good actor I think he's just either yeah. not been given the opportunities <clears throat> or has made some poor choices um I think like for me whenever High School Musical 3 came out onwards I thought he was a massive star purely because I followed like everything he did and he did like that Orson Welles movie not with Orson Welles but about Orson Welles um <laughs> Jesus could you imagine it came up from the grave to direct Zac Efron he did that one me and Orson Welles and then he did that one Charlie Zane Cloud which was a load of balls mm. as well and then there was like what was the next big one after that I thought uh, well, you could see the lucky one yeah, he did the lucky one. Then he did like the Paperboy and Parkland and Neighbours and stuff like that. He obviously went to rehab as well for substance abuse. And I think it was quite vulnerable of him to open up about that and kind of come out the other side. But yeah. even after he did um, like The Great Showman, I thought, okay, this is it. This is it. Mm. Now he's going to, you know. And then still, it just didn't seem to transgress anywhere or go in any directions. And he did the documentary recently, alone, didn't he? And it just seems like there's so many different versions of Zac yeah. Efron. I love documentary Zac. Documentary Zac is my crack. Like, if he just kept doing that forever, happily. Like, I'm into it. He but. says how he didn't eat carbs for ages. I could cry for him. <laughs> do you know what, though? I do think one of the issues for him specifically is that he... Right, so he obviously was, like, a big musical theatre theater nerd in school, right? And he did these musical films and then he was sort of propelled slightly to be like, and then he did Hairspray and then he did the other high school musical, musical movies. And then he then got like super ripped for the lucky one. Like he gained like 20 pounds of muscle and like looked like a completely different person. I think in a way he can't, he, he really can't be cast in some of the, the really serious roles because he's so buff. He sort of looks like one of those like action stars and there's yeah. already so many action stars. Like he did Baywatch, which was honestly one of the worst things I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. He looked great in it, but, but even he said himself, it was like dangerous how ripped he was in that movie uh, like yeah. it just seems like his looks are actually working against him slightly which and is very seen, uncommon we have seen that happen yeah. before yeah. with brad pitt i see it with brad pitt yeah, yeah, brad pitt, yeah. and like i said i think he has like these different phases so like post husband musical he did like charlie st cloud 17 again awesome wells the lucky one the paper boy where he's that kind of like young dreamy guy and then you had that rebrand when he did neighbors awkward moment we are your friends dirty grandpa Neighbours 2 Baywatch where he's that buff kind of guy Jesus Dirty Grandpa is actually the worst thing I've ever seen in my life <laughs> that one actually is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life and then you know then we have The Greatest Showman and you know he did The Beach Bum which I've not seen but Courtney loves and she speaks highly of it Ted Bundy which is that kind of right okay this is it this is what's going to propel him and then it just sloped and like he's got he's got nothing on the scale now there's nothing he's doing some he's, he was filming a film recently because I am some, Zach Efron Stalker. Um, he lives in Australia now, personally. Um, so he's been making like movies in Australia. He was filming a reality series with his brother that was going to premiere on Quibi. You know, that's thing that just, <laughs> just I don't know. Maybe it's his choice too. You know, like maybe he just actually wants to do like the documentary thing. Yeah. I feel like we got that impression with that documentary too. The way he kind of talked about how I feel like he made like little comments about how like Hollywood isn't really like what it seems and that kind of idea that he like he felt quite disillusioned by it and I think you see that when you look through the things that he's been in because he did sort of do that rom-com thing and then he did try what felt more indie with like the paperboy and Parkland then he hit like comedy I feel like he's still trying to find his feet and I'm happy for him to find his feet because he's you know he's great and everything but and now that he's moved to Australia I feel like there is this like he's a little bit disillusioned and he's still he's gonna like walk away for a while and then come back with a reconnaissance and then we'll be like oh so this is who zach is yeah. well i said this i said we need the effronissance mm-hmm. we need it i think he might be sensitive and i think he might have taken the the crap that was given to him for ted bundy which was not his fault it was no, not because he fault. was very good he was good the film was and that happens you can get great performances and mm-hmm. in, in not so great films but i think he probably you know it's it's a rejection you know it's a big rejection and I think he maybe takes that to heart a little bit because I do think he's yeah. I say this like he's my mate. I do think no, he's a bit sensitive. Me. I think he you has know, but that. we grew up with him. We know him well. well. 
yeah. we grew up with him we know him well well just want to touch briefly on so we're going to talk about where the other guys are now Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens obviously they dated for like five six years and a lot of people did think you know it was just for publicity but I do obviously I do think mm. it's a legitimate relationship yeah me too I think as well that breakup did affect him as well because he didn't date for a while after also I think the paparazzi just destroyed him god love him he just couldn't it have it because he does say in that um that Bear Grylls thing that he like had to like literally gear himself up just to go outside because it was like so hard to be outside and be like watched and photographed all the time like he just couldn't and he said he had a lot of anxiety and he couldn't really be on all the time at like parties and stuff and that's why he gravitated towards all that stuff and I'm like you, do, you have to feel for him because I think people look at someone like that and just assume like he's like you know everything's just like washes over him and whatever like he obviously is as you say more of a sensitive person and I think initially whenever that Bundy movie came out before it came out there was a lot of like oh this could be Zac Efron's big moment and like Oscar buzz and all this sort of stuff and he I I can't imagine that it didn't in some way affect him as you say yeah definitely Um, I mean like and like I said like he obviously suffered from substance abuse and he you know he said he's been sober now and I think it's very vulnerable to actually open up about that because we know so many celebrities that have been through that and they just disappear for a few months and come back and nobody really says anything again he's just a great guy and I'm gonna say he's a great guy but let's talk about the other ones then so Vanessa Hudgens sorry I just want to just talk one second about Tiara Gold oh gosh yeah so Tiara Gold is a British character that they throw into High School Musical 3 along with Matt Prokop that I don't want to spend too long talking about Mm -hmm. for other reasons but She's dreadful. She's awful. I have no idea why she's in the film. And they do shop a dirty. So she has this, she has this big opportunity. Juilliard is coming to watch her play. It completely gets ruined. Her scene's completely destroyed. And then at the end of the film, they're like, I'm not going to college. I'm going to stay here and work in the drama department. Yeah. And you're like, what? (laughs) I know. But to be fair, would she have gotten to Juilliard? (laughs) (laughs) you were the judge maybe not Lauren uh, well look I mean if bloody Rachel Berry couldn't get into Julia <laughs> <laughs> love a glee reference um, okay so let's talk about so Vanessa Hudgens so Vanessa Hudgens uh, took um, it says here that she took a break from music to focus on acting I don't think she took a break I think she realised that she was very good at yeah. selling uh, albums yeah. she was also very busy at Coachella yeah of course wearing all my bindies yeah mm-hmm. she uh, her <laughs> career it has not really taken off to be honest after this as much as I thought it would obviously she was in a few films like Bandslam Beastly Sucker Punch she was in Grease Live but yes, yeah, she was just... actually pretty good in Grease Live I will give her that but there you go Spring um, Breakers Spring Breakers that's probably yeah it's just not really happened I, I see her now and I, and I will say this for Ashley Tisdale as well I see them now as more social media personalities than I... actual actors. absolutely Monique Coleman obviously probably the least favorable member of the cast which is ridiculous and probably a very big microaggression let's be quite honest about mm-hmm. it so before she actually got her call back for high school musical she was going to quit acting obviously she was a little bit older so she's taken time away um, and she's actually been working with the united nations <laughs> she's advocating for young girls and women's issues she has been in a few horror thrillers and horror comedies but yeah she kind of has a lot of work outside of acting and i think she has a family as well did she do Dancing with the Stars? Probably, everyone did. Uh, <laughs> I think she did Dancing with the Stars. Then, of course, you've got Lucas Grabeel. He hasn't done loads, to be honest. I don't actually spend as much to talk about him, to be honest. Did he, he play, like, Lex Luthor? Did he? Did he? I think he played Lex Luthor in something. Like, <laughs> in what? In my brain, I have, like, a visual of him being, like, bald and playing He Lex was bald at one point. He just shaved his hair. I thought he was... Are you sure he didn't play Lex Luthor at some point? I mean, he was, he was in Smallville, so he, he you might he definitely was in Smallville, but he wasn't Lex. Corbin Blue, after High School Musical, I mean, he was 16. He was so much potential. He was in a Disney Channel original, Jump In. Jump In, I loved it. Uh, I need to watch it. It's been on my list. I just remember the song, Push It, Push It, to so and again he's not really done much he works at a lot of charities it was great on broadway lauren you said this didn't either it's a great career on broadway interesting fact Mm -hmm. though which holly shared with us do you know that he is the most translated page on wikipedia in the entire world that's so bizarre out of everybody in the world he's the most translated page on wikipedia 
bonkers. So it, it turns out he was bald in Smallville, but he wasn't Lex Luthor. Yeah, I don't think he was. I think he was like Superboy in Smallville. Interesting. I love that. I mean, he's got kind of cult status, Lucas Grimbill, because he's in Halloween Town, isn't he? Which is obviously a um, annual mm-hmm. treat for everybody. Wait, um, wait, so maybe he was Lex Luthor. I don't know. <laughs> Results are unclear. Okay. And last but not least, we've got Ashley Tisdale. So she was really funny as well. In the in High School Musical 3, at the end of the credits, because me and Lauren stayed chatting to the end of the credits, it says uh-huh. Ashley Tisdale appears courtesy of Warner Brothers Records. They had to get their little stamp on that, didn't they? So Ashley Tisdale, who was of course my favourite, yeah, she didn't really do much afterwards after. They so made she- another one, right? They did. So they did a straight to DVD. Do you remember you used to have straight to DVD? Yeah. You don't have that anymore. It was always a little bit oh, of an underlying, underlying sign that the film probably wasn't that good. We don't mm-hmm. have that anymore. So she did a spin-off, which is Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. She does more voice work and I've not seen her in anything. She, do you remember she did Hellcats, that CW show? Mm-mm. Oh. Did you watch Sharpay's Great Whatever Adventure? I can't do it. No, yeah, me either. I never watched it. And Maybe I we should watch that. Fan. Should we? Do yes, that? we, we should. should. Watch that next, that's a good idea. She was also um, famously the voice of Candice in Phineas and Ferb. For anybody who watched that show, because it was it's an amazing show. So she is, and she still does it as well. And I think they did a film just about her character, like last year. So she's getting the money from that. So good for her. Mm. And she's pregnant. She'll have a little girl. So good for her. Aww. My little girl. She's um, got a YouTube channel. <laughs> I was going to say, well, this is the thing. I do deem them both as like social media personalities more than I deem them as like actors now. But I think that's just, we could probably do like a whole show on like Disney Channel actors and what happens to them afterwards. But yeah, there is that. That is our High School Musical episode. Who says we have to let it go? (laughs) Uh, It's so good though. Do you think that our children will enjoy it as much as we did? No. No. Or has it just aged too much? I think it was a product of its time. Even when I was watching the third one, I was like, I mean, it's fun, but it's only fun because I I remember seeing it in 2008 as a teenager. I don't think I, I don't think I think it's fun right now. No, um, I don't know. I mean, Karis was crying and I had goosebumps <laughs> all over my body. Like, I mean, my legs had goosebumps. Oh, what's wrong? At the end, whenever they're all like smiling and, and crying. Yeah. Oh. Well, now, when, upon reflection, they're probably just smiling and crying because they're like, this is the end of my career. <laughs> probably. For some of them, it was. For some of them, it was. But I think um, I think it holds a special place in our heart because it was something that was so new and fresh. And I think that introverts back then probably, ha- you know, you hold on to media that makes you feel at home, don't you? And I mm-hmm. think High School Musical is definitely um, yeah. something like that for me. But yeah, High School Musical, the first one, brilliantly made. Two, it's fun. But three... I mean, three is pretty awful. I'm not going to lie to you. Don't you dare. It's my favourite one. (laughs) Lauren, it's so... The writing and the acting is awful. Excellent. And the... (laughs) So, but maybe the reason why I like the third one the best is because the songs, they have my favourite songs. And also Zac Efron looks his best of of the trilogy. Chef's Kiss. And I will say some of the songs, um, that's what, that was going to be my next question is what were your favorite songs across all three of them? And because Can I Have This Dance is a beautiful, beautiful song. Oh, so lovely. Are we, is the question like our favorite of all the songs ever in the High School Musical Marvel Cinematic Universe? (laughs) Yes, you can give me a few though. That's okay. You can give me a few. (laughs) Get Your Head in the Game, Breaking Free, Oh, God. What is that? Oh, my God. His existential crisis song. Bet on it. It's probably those four. I didn't love the songs in the last one. I mean, they're fine. But the first two, I think. Yeah. They did uh, They did Sharpay Dirty in the third one. She has one solo. It's not fair. They did. Yeah. Oh, fabulous, of course, in the second one. Yeah, it's a great one. I've got to break it down as a favourite from each film. Oh, I like it. Structure. Film. Sorry. Film. 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 High School Musical 1, my favorite song is Breaking Free. Uh, you can't, you can't. It's the best one. High School Musical 2, my favorite song is What About Us? <laughs> that is the best part. Uh, I can't, what is that song called? Gotta Go My Own Way? No. I yeah. Gotta Go My Own Way? It's called, the, well, that's uh, the thing. The song titles are very literal. <laughs> and she literally gotta go her own way. Uh, you can go, yeah. And then High School Musical 3, it's can I have this dance or right here, right now, or can I not? Can I have this dance? You, just, have want, this dance? you just want the whole kind of soundtrack. Of you and <sighs> no, I'm going to let you have it. You can have it. That's what are yours? What are yours? 
Uh, the first film, I do love Bop to yeah. Top. Just oh, because a top. Just because I've mastered the dance and I will do this dance now. And literally every lunchtime when we were in school, do we would it. do the dance. So do it right now. The, sh- <laughs> the second film, um, it's fabulous. Are you seeing a are you seeing a pattern here? Um it's fabulous. Yeah. The third film is Can I Have This Dance? Because it's just such so a good. beautiful and the actual choreography, it's like an old... I mean, La La Land could never. It's just so gorgeously done. Um, Come on, you know I'm like the whitest La La Land fan ever. Like, but still... I know, we're just going to... I'm just, just going to pretend you just did not say I'm that. sorry. Move along with my life right now. I, I really think. relate to Emma Stone. But yeah, first episode of the year is done, which is exciting. And like I said, we're going to be back. We've got a few exciting episodes coming up. Lauren's joining us soon for... Um, an interesting episode about Irish accents in film. Oh God, I can't wait. <gasps> Matthew Good. Um, and like I said, we've got our podcast um, episode party coming up soon, which we will share some details with you shortly. Thank you for joining us this week. Thank you, Lauren. And thank you, Neha, for joining me in this lovely, early, sunny slash snowy Saturday morning. My pleasure. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye, guys.